0: welcome to the yoga for empaths podcast my name is tara core and we're going to be diving into many different topics related to holistic health the yoga lifestyle energy healing and so much more so i invite you to bring your favorite cup of herbal tea your journal and create some space to relax let's begin Blessings beautiful people, welcome to another Yoga for Empaths podcast, my name is Tara Kaur, I'm a Kundalini Yoga teacher, energy therapist and I offer mentorships and online courses and we are on week 6, episode 6 of this series, I can't believe how time has passed by so quickly, it's amazing and I just want to say a huge thank you to anyone who's taken the time. To listen and to also maybe share some of their comments or their feedback through emails because I've been getting quite a few emails from people who've been listening in initially this series was made for my clients people who uh, wanted me to share more online so I've been sending it off by email every time I do an episode by notice I'm getting feedback from new people who are just tuning in on YouTube, so welcome to anyone who's new to my work, and thank you so much for taking that time to listen and to share. It means a lot to me, and I'm learning so much um, by sharing with you guys, and also by hearing uh, some of your thoughts and reflections. And this week we are diving into yet another important topic, popular topic, that keeps coming up with empaths the last couple of weeks we've been talking about the strengths and the positive things about um, being an empath and working with our energy but today we're going to be talking more about the challenging parts that I think maybe everyone out there who's listening who's sensitive to energy can also relate in some way so the topic today is about healthy boundaries and grounding these are two things that have been coming up time and time again through my own personal journey first of all working with clients and also online you know when you look up the topic of being an empath you will see these two topics mentioned all the time and actually they're very linked together so we're going to explore what it means to have healthy boundaries what it means to be grounded Um also some of the tips that you can use and some of the things that you can also reflect on in your own journey and bring awareness in your own life. So as always, and I usually say this in every single episode so far, you're very welcome to listen to this when you have some time to reflect, maybe some time to write anything that comes up within um, and also to get a cup of tea or coffee so that you make space for yourself to explore and see what comes up as always. So we're going to actually start off this um, episode by me sharing a personal journey with you. So one of my own personal experiences. Firstly, we're going to talk about healthy boundaries and then we'll move on to grounding. So I want to share this because I feel like maybe a lot of you can relate to this maybe you've also had times or certain situations in your life where you've noticed the same pattern or maybe you have your own patterns of unhealthy boundaries that have come up especially when we're talking about connecting with people our connections with people whether it's uh, friends whether it's people we attract into our lives through work or through just random connections that we meet sometimes all these different dynamics of the people we meet especially when we're at very key moments in our lives if we're going through a transitional phase for example these dynamics tells us a lot about ourselves what's going on within because if we're attracting this type of dynamics in our lives if we're attracting the same patterns in our lives then this is definitely something that is reflecting from a space within ourselves. So taking that responsibility that we're also attracting these things for a reason. And also the universe is opening up that space so we can learn something from these patterns. And I'm not just talking about challenging patterns. They could be actually positive patterns. But any time that we're noticing that there's patterns, especially when it comes to people and our connection with people, Um, this is an opportunity. Use it as an opportunity to learn about yourself. Positive lessons or working through challenges within yourself for whatever area that comes up. So in this personal experience I wanted to share a time in my life where a couple of years ago many of my friends were moving out of my city. So they're moving out of London. And for many years I had the same close-knit friends and for some reason they were all moving out of London. So I found myself in this place where maybe I'd been taking for granted how amazing my close-knit friends were and how um, I, I felt like I really didn't make an effort to make new friends because I had these amazing people in my life. And when they went away I started to realize that maybe I should have been making more of an effort in my life to meet new people regardless of how close my friends were. So I was in this space where my friends were not there anymore, my family weren't living nearby, and I wouldn't say I felt alone, but obviously we are um, social beings. You know, even if we're introverts, we still need to connect to people somehow. So me being the person who loves to connect deeply to people, I knew that having new friends in my life would take time because I tend to be very introverted in a way that I like uh, to take my time anyway with allowing things to develop and deep connection takes time to develop anyway. So I knew I had to make an effort to get out there, try new things and just be open to the new experiences and the people in my life. And soon enough after Making an effort to get out there more, to do new activities, to um, yeah to explore more, especially in interests that I really enjoyed. I started connecting with some people on a regular basis, specifically three girls that I'm thinking of. And we started off um, as you do with making friends, you know, just meeting up for coffee or going out. To certain activities so you get to know each other it almost feels like you're dating again you know it's really weird for me but yeah making new friends feels like you're really getting to, to know people again from scratch and also getting to know myself again and what I am as a person um, and how I put myself out there as well which was another interesting um, observation But one of the key observations that I started to notice that did feel, um, it didn't feel positive to me, was that with these three friends that I started meeting regularly, and they were completely new friends, I started noticing this pattern where I would only connect with them uh, when they were going through tough times. So if they wanted to talk about problems to do with work or relationships or something around those topics, basically anything that was challenging in their life, then they would call me up and that's when we would go out for coffee or go to an activity. So the dynamics seemed like it was more like a regular session of downloading. um, I wouldn't say downloading their problems, but downloading their hard times and me being the listener. This is what the dynamic turned out to be, uh, especially as we started meeting up more regularly. I started feeling like this dynamic was becoming a pattern. And it wasn't just with one person, it was with three of the closest people I was starting to meet. And this is when I started to realize that I had to reevaluate my healthy boundaries, or my non healthy boundaries in this case, because I felt like although it was a beautiful thing that they were, they felt open enough and they trusted me enough to share their problems and their deepest um, emotions. I also felt like when it came to the positive things in their lives, there wasn't a two-way thing. So it wasn't a space where I felt I could share my my issues as well. Um, It wasn't a place where they were also sharing some of the positive things. So there was this little bit of unbalanced unease with this dynamic. And I noticed this tends to come up a lot with empaths, um, especially with regular dynamics and unhealthy boundaries. So maybe you can reflect in any current or maybe in the past connections with people where you felt like In those spaces of sharing and holding space for other people you felt there was always times where they would download their stuff onto you, you as an empath picking it up and then it almost becomes part of your own energy. As empaths that's what we do we tend to pick up a lot of things anyway and when we're connecting with people who are only downloading their problems and their their issues then it becomes part of our energy. And this is why I say it's an unhealthy dynamic because I started to feel resentful at some point because I didn't feel like I could express myself fully. I also started to feel really drained after those experiences of meeting them. And I really started questioning myself as to why I was attracting this pattern. And it turned out to be a blessing actually because I noticed that there was a lot of lessons that i needed to take responsibility of our connections with people sometimes have patterns from um, our past as well so our learned patterns and as empaths i feel like one of the common patterns are that we tend to allow people to share but we're not as open to sharing or receiving so i went through this whole journey afterwards of really evaluating how open i I am to receiving not just receiving uh, challenges but also receiving things that are good for me um, things that are positive news uh, things that feed my energy am I really open to that or do I feel like I need to be needed the need to be needed this was the biggest point where I realized um, I needed to work on myself because I wasn't valuing myself in those dynamics I was always valuing other people's things other people's time I was allowing them to be themselves and I was also not allowing myself to be valued completely so it took a process it was a process of change where I started trying to actively changed the way I showed up into these connections and I started to change the dynamics of the conversation. So when I met these three girls up regularly, I started making an effort to start talking more about my things, valuing my experiences in this connection and what I want to share. I also started sharing more about the positive things in my life and in time I realized they started doing the same. So they weren't just showing up with the same pattern of downloading and sharing their negative things that are happening in their life. They're also sharing the positive things and they're also allowing me to share who I am and to listen. So the flow started to come back into these connections and I started to learn how to grow and expand and to share on a much more healthy, in a much more healthy way. And I think in some way they especially thinking about one of the girls they actually said to me you know what I started to really see you I really started to see you after you you started opening up to me and I realized I had to take some of that responsibility of how I was sharing in these dynamics so when it comes down to it whatever example you have and I'm sure maybe you have your own examples of different situations where the same patterns come up we can use that fully to change the dynamics we don't necessarily have to get rid of the person in our lives or make a distance from them but we can challenge ourselves to change those dynamics so they're much more healthy one thing that I do notice when i'm looking at information when it comes to energy boundaries and protecting our energy is that when we look up this information online i notice that a lot of this information tends to be about shutting down our energies and this was one of the patterns that i also had to work through you know how was i showing up openly not shutting down my own energy and um I think over time this was something I learned to do to protect my energy but there's a big difference between shutting down your own energy and radiating out your own energy they're both boundaries but they work completely different when we shut down our own energy we're not allowing any energy of our own to to be open to sharing to receiving Um, it's almost like we bring that stagnate that stagnant energy and there's no flow but when we're radiating from the heart space and we're open with our energy in the full trust that from our radiation of our energy and our strength and working from our heart outwards we're able to attract the right experiences and also push away in a nice way in a good way anything that doesn't um, doesn't resonate with our own energy it's almost like it will repel it naturally you don't have to shut it down it will just naturally be repelled so there's this beautiful meditation in Kundalini Yoga which I will put in the description box below um, where you can actually work with this and it's about protecting your energy but also expanding your heart space and knowing that having healthy boundaries and having protection is not about shutting down it's about radiating outwards and it's not always about just giving energy it's also about being in that place of openly receiving and i talked about this in several podcasts where most of us are giving off energy being more action-based but not many of us are open to receiving not many of us even trust the process of being open to receiving Um, Whether it's from connection, whether it's from opportunities, whether it's support, or even sharing our needs. That's a big one, you know, especially when it comes to connecting with people. Are we open to sharing our needs and then receiving the support that we need? So I want to offer some reflection questions, just to get you thinking about some of the patterns in your life, and if any of those patterns need to change in some of those dynamics that we talked about. So the first question is, how open are you to sharing your needs? So if you're honest, specifically thinking about people who are closest to you, how often do you actually share your needs when it comes to your connection? And how open are you to receiving from others? So when someone wants to offer you something positive or to share something positive or to give you a compliment, for example, how open are you to receiving this or are you shutting down your energy? The next question is, are there any patterns in your connections? So remember, it doesn't have to be challenging patterns, it can be positive ones too. This is great for um, a journal writing. So if you want to write this down in a form of a list or a journal entry, it's great. Write down any patterns that you're starting to notice over time with the people that you connect with on a regular basis and especially the ones that are closest to you. So the next question after that is, honestly, on a really honest level, is the energy a two-way thing? So when you have a conversation with the people in your life, do you feel the energy flows two-way? Do you feel there's a give and take in both directions? Or do you feel like there's always just a one-way system? Where you're either always giving or you're always receiving or there's just this feel of just one way you know Um, and this will usually come in a form of feeling you will feel if something feels two-way if something feels one way it tends to be quite draining if something feels like a two-way flow it tends to create flow um, and it feels inspiring it actually wants you to share more it actually wants you to explore more with that person So go with the feeling of it. Go with how your energy levels are when you are with a certain person. Does it feel inspiring to you? Does it feel draining or neutral? This was a tip that uh, we shared in one of the podcasts to do with awareness. And it's a good tip just to remind yourself what kind of flow you have with the connections that you have in your life. And the last question is how much do you value yourself in your connections? So when you think about especially the closest people in your life, how do you really value yourself within that connection? What do you value in a connection in the first place? So exploring what value means to you and writing it down, making a list of what your values are when it comes to who you are in a connection and how you both share within a connection so that was a little bit about healthy boundaries and i'd like to extend it by talking about grounding because they're very linked together when we have healthy boundaries we automatically feel much more grounded and present with our connections with people and also with our environment and with the energy flow and grounding is a huge topic and so essential so essential when it comes to empaths because as I mentioned in a previous podcast we tend to work with our upper chakras more um, and generally in life I think now we're more in our headspace anyway so it's about bringing that energy downwards towards the lower chakras from the heart downwards and being more present within ourselves and in this day of technology you can see in daily life when you're when you're on the train walking the streets on a bus that most people are looking on their phones or looking on a screen something related to technology but are never really fully present so whether you're an empath or not I think everybody needs to be more grounded and I would say grounding is a feeling when you feel like you're in the present moment so you know when you have those moments of clarity when you're walking down the street or you're just sitting and you're really just being present with what's around you. Whether it's the people, whether it's the things, whether it's the conversation that you're having. You're just fully present. And I also feel it in my body as well. I don't know about you, but when I feel grounded, I feel much more stronger within my body. And it's all about connecting to the lower chakras And bringing that flow back so we're not just using our upper chakras we're actually going downwards and connecting our lower chakras and for those of you who um, work with a lot of creativity or like to manifest a lot of things this is also important because when we're working with our upper chakras which is the ideas the inspirations we're bringing that downwards towards the physical world So we're able to attract more into our lives. We're able to uh, notice and observe which actions we need to do in order to complete this manifestation or attract this manifestation of our goals, our projects, our our creative energy. Um, It just feels more balanced instead of just being in your headspace and collecting all that inspiration and not knowing what to do with that energy. So it's channeling out. That energy in a positive way so I want to offer some tips when it comes to grounding so some practical tips that you can use to ground your energy on a deeper level and the first one is to get physical so get physical get back into your body do things that really connects you back to your body so whether it's taking a brisk walk in your neighborhood or jogging or dancing or Any sort of movement I think movement is key when it comes to grounding because you connect back to your body through the movement you connect back to your heart space your breath Um, you start to feel different parts of your body and what your body is telling you because our body has a way of speaking to us in so many different levels but when we're not grounded we don't really realize this and also when we're grounded we feel our body and how it integrates the energy So our body takes time to integrate a lot of the different things that we're collecting with our upper chakras. So by getting physical, you're connecting to your body on a much more deeper level. The second tip is to take your shoes off and go barefoot in somewhere very natural. So it could be a local park, for example, but putting it on some natural material. So I'm not talking about concrete or anything man-made in in some way. I'm talking about just taking off your shoes and putting it on soil, sand, uh, water, something related to nature, and allowing yourself to connect with the earth. And actually, there's a lot of science behind this. There's this beautiful documentary uh, on YouTube, which I will put, in the link below description box below highly recommend to watch it which goes on about the science of grounding and how these days a lot of us have a lot of health issues actually related to grounding because we need to release um, a lot and we also need to pick up a lot of ions from the ground it's really fascinating and it's well worth watching and the more we can connect with earth the more we actually start to feel much more healthy within. And this is something that science is starting to explore which is really exciting. So take those shoes off, get connected with the earth. If you can lie down in the park for example on a hot day, feel free to do that because even just on a very basic level, don't you feel great sometimes when you can just lie on the ground On the grass and just enjoy that moment connecting to earth we always feel refreshed afterwards so if you have the time to do that please do it's well worth it because that's part of grounding and the third tip is grounding foods so grounding foods are anything that you can eat generally below the ground so they're much more heavier Think about winter winter type of foods so winter vegetables root vegetables um, things that you would normally eat in winter that feel like comfort food so that's the type of food I'm talking about healthy food but comforting heavier foods Um, obviously I think everyone's an individual some people don't really like those type of foods for some reasons so maybe it's worth experimenting how you can use more grounding foods in your diet um, that works for you me on a personal level i really love using grounding foods in stews and soups um, even in the middle of summer (laughs) i really love that sort of thing i also love um, indian inspired food which has a lot of root vegetables and spices. Um, That's something I love to do. So see what works for you and what recipes you can try that involve a lot of heavier foods, uh, root vegetables, spices um, and things that generally feel like winter foods, winter warmers. So the next tip is using color therapy where you can actually just tune into your chakras through working with color. So think about the colors of your chakras, from your root chakra all the way to your heart. So we're talking about deep red, for example, that's a very rooting, grounding color. We can also talk about oranges as well, yellow, maybe the deeper yellow for the grounding and a deeper green think about all the colors that you see in nature during winter and autumn you know those beautiful colors that come up they tend to be very grounding for you and what you can do with these colors is you can use them in visualization you can actually have them around with in your environment so you don't necessarily have to wear them as an item of clothing you can have maybe a bracelet nearby that's that color so anytime you have time to relax your eyes from technology for example you can just have a look or observe the color nearby um, you can uh, use different foods as well related to the chakras with the colors. so foods that are actually the same colors as the, the more grounding chakras so foods that are red fruits that are orange <laughs> foods that are yellow and green use more of that. Um, That's a lot to do with color therapy. And just bringing more color into your life. I find that it's one of those fun things to explore. Just bringing more color in your life and having your environment reflect your mood in some way. And if you need grounding, those colors are perfect for connecting with your root chakras, your lower chakras. Okay, so the next one is about daily routines, we've already done a podcast on this, but as a quick routine tip, I would say being more present with your environment, even if it's the same regular environment that you always uh, connect with on a daily basis, take the time to put your phone away and just have a look around, have a look around, observe your environment. Uh, this is great actually when you're outside just go people watching for example you know get a coffee put your phone away in a cafe and just watch your environment as people are walking past or what's going on around you just being really present and i find that this takes all the pressure from your mind and actually allows you to explore and allows you to be more present with your environment and to start to notice things again i think we've stop noticing new things in our life because we're so hooked on technology um, and our routine of picking up our phone and not allowing ourselves to just enjoy what's going on around us and seeing new things and the last one is connected to the next podcast which is about new experiences so when was the last time you did something completely new? When was the last time you went out and went somewhere completely new or tried a new activity? And actually do you feel like there's anything in your life that you feel drawn to doing that's completely new? And I ask this because when you are in a new environment, especially if it's out of your comfort zone, you are putting yourself in a place where you have to observe again. So, just like we were talking about daily routines observing around us, sometimes we can get bored because it's the same routine, the same place that we're used to. Maybe it's the same street. Well, if you're bored with it, go out there and try things new. Be around new places, be around new activities or people. Um, Put yourself in those positions outside of your comfort zone so that you can learn to observe again, learn to be more present again, learn to be excited again, learn to feel your emotions again when you are in this new environment and as I said we'll talk more about this and how important this is in the next podcast but for now I invite you this week to try some of these grounding things. Uh, these grounding tips in your own life. See if it makes a difference. I invite you to also think about maybe one new thing that you can do in your life that will take you out of your comfort zone and allow you to experience something new. And I also invite you to reflect on your regular connections especially when it comes to the dynamics of your energy. Well, thank you so much as always for tuning in and I am always open to any of your questions and feel free to leave any of your questions and comments in the comment section below. So have a beautiful week. Take care of yourselves and I wish you all the best. I will see you soon.